The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. lovely to, to sit with you all. So, the Buddhist path is at the core concerned with happiness, with freedom, with the deepest kinds of peace and well-being that are possible for us as humans. We all want to be happy. We all want to be at ease, to be satisfied, to be peaceful. And yet, many of our Um, patterns and habitual ways of seeking that happiness tend to be at odds with where happiness is actually to be found. It can be quite counterintuitive or even seeming paradoxical that in order to attain the highest happiness and peace that is possible, we actually need to learn to to let go of grasping after happiness and grasping after pleasure and learn to open to and learn to be with pleasure and peace in a way that supports its its deepening. And in particular, we, we learn to relinquish, to, to let go of the, the desire for sense pleasure, which the Buddha described as a, a lesser kind of pleasure, a lesser kind of happiness. The happiness that can be can be had when we get the things that we crave, and when we get the you know the pleasant body sensations, we get the pleasant tastes and smells that we crave, we get the beautiful sights, surroundings, environments that we crave. And there is a certain level of what the Buddha called gratification or happiness that that's uh, associated with getting that which is craved with getting sense pleasure he said but it but it's it's quite limited so it's important to just explore and understand for ourselves what is the extent and depth of the gratification that can be had through through kind of uh, seeking and satisfying our sense desire how deep does that happiness go How long does it last? 
And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with, um, enjoying. It can actually be a real source of nourishment to enjoy without grasping, without clinging, uh, to be, to be nourished by, by comfort, by, by pleasure. And even in the, the awakening poems of the awakened nuns, the Terry, the, book called the Terigata. Um, when one of the poems, one of the nuns uh, says that, that she gets delight and refreshment from the beauty of nature. We can, we can be with, um, be nourished by by pleasant experience in a way that isn't characterized by grasping. And when we, when we do learn to relinquish the grasping after sense pleasure, we open ourselves up to a much deeper and much more satisfying, wholesome pleasure that comes out of a mind that is not clinging the wholesome pleasure that arises out of a mind that is in alignment with the way things are. This, this runs counter to the, the views and, um, and the beliefs that are inherent in, in, in craving. Craving says, I need to get this thing in order to be happy. And yet it's actually the craving itself that is often obscuring the possibility of happiness. You may find that when craving can be relieved either through getting the thing that you want or through the craving just passing away, just vanishing on its own, this can be a really a really rich area of exploration in our practice to to notice when craving is present and then when it passes away without eat, without actually getting the thing that was craved you can see oh there is a moment of relief of peace in that simple absence of craving and the mind is less agitated when it's not and investing all this energy and going after and trying to get that which that which the mind is craving. So there's this deeper, much broader, um, much more stable kind of peace and happiness that, that develops in our way of being here and now, this quality of, of presence that is content and full and satisfied. So the more and more we learn to let go of clinging to sensual pleasures, the happier and happier we become. And the more content and peaceful at ease we become. And also vice versa. The more that we do cling to sense pleasure, the more our minds depend on it the more our minds are conditioned to orient to sense pleasure 
and to seek it, to seek it as the source of happiness. And thus our minds are less available to the, the deeper, much more nourishing pleasure and happiness and peace of a mind that is immersed in samadhi, in, in unification, in collectedness, really fully being here without going out after things. Samadhi is this, this central quality in the Buddha's teachings, this stability of present moment awareness, this, yeah, this immersion in, in presence, stability of being here with what's happening in our experience. And samadhi is the ground, the, the fertile ground out of which out of which insight and wisdom arises. And the, the typical way that the Buddha discusses samadhi is, it is he describes it as a natural result of the mind being secluded from sensuality. Sensuality here is this orientation towards sense pleasure as the source of happiness, as kind of what we're orienting around and, and seeking after. This, this uh, orientation of sensuality is, can actually be experienced as... Um, kind of a prison of being, being stuck, uh, being stuck in needing our experience to be pleasant and being bound by, by craving, being bound by, by desire for getting the things that we, that we want, that we think will bring, bring happiness, pleasant experiences and bound to getting rid of the things that we think are in the way of our happiness. So there's, there's no capacity for being at ease and being, being at peace and being happy unless our experience happens to be pleasant. But we can't ultimately control whether our, our experience is pleasant. You know, our bodies are out of our control. There's going to be aches and pains. The Buddha, the Buddha recommended that we frequently recollect on these five things um, that we are of the nature to age, we have not gone beyond aging, we are of the nature to get sick, we have not gone beyond illness, we are of the nature to die, we have not gone beyond death, and that all that is dear and pleasing to us will become otherwise, will become separated from us. And lastly, that we are the heir to our, our actions, that our future happiness and well-being isn't dependent upon, you know, 
whether we happen to get the things that we want or not, but actually whether we cultivate a mind that is characterized by by non-greed, by non-aversion, non-delusion, or in the positive, by, by love, by contentment, by understanding. And so we find that the, the less demanding of our experience we are, the less we demand pleasure, the more we find that this wholesome pleasure naturally arises. So how can we incline towards happiness and pleasure in a way that's not characterized by kind of demanding that, that we experience that or that this kind of tight grasping after pleasure I'm sure you all know this in your own experience that when when there is some some sense of the mind resting at ease with the way things are and there's just a a simplicity an ease an okayness a contentment and then in the next moment sometimes the mind wants to cling onto that and you're no longer at ease, you're no longer content, you're no longer at peace. You know, and this is just something to include, to know that this is the nature of our minds. So yeah, it can feel like a paradox that relinquishing actually leads to attaining that which we most want. But it's the kind of, the kind of attainment that is the natural result of letting go not of, of uh, reaching and holding on. Again, the, the, the flavor of this, one of the, the most frequent refrains in the suttas, in the teachings of the Buddha, is the root of the unskillful and the root of the skillful. And the root of the unskillful is greed, aversion, and delusion that this is the source of the the actions the the habits the patterns that tend to move us in the direction of stress and the root of the skillful the root of that which leads towards the the deepest and most most reliable kinds of happiness and well-being are the opposite of that, contentment, love, and understanding. So we can, we can bring this as a reflection in our practice. Like, oh, what is the, the flavor of the aim of the mind in this? When I'm, when I'm here sitting or in your daily life practice, how is the mind practicing? Is there a sense of kind of leaning forward, trying to make something happen, or kind of trying to be aware in a way that makes something unpleasant go away? And we can just bring to mind these three roots of the wholesome, contentment, love, and understanding. 
even just bringing them to mind, you may find naturally conditions the mind to align with these, to resonate with these. I'll just, I'll just um, end with a, a quick, uh, an excerpt from, uh, from a poem called The Spontaneous Vajra Song by Lama Gendan Rinpoche. He says that only our searching for happiness prevents us from seeing it. Wanting to grasp the ungraspable, you exhaust yourself in vain. As soon as you open and relax this tight fist of grasping, infinite space is there, open, inviting, and comfortable. Make use of this spaciousness, this freedom and natural ease. <laughs>